it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. I love the fact now Stephen Colbert, who career-wise, persona-wise, I, I admittedly despise. I don't think he's smart and I don't think he's funny. But that's me. But I love the fact now that he wants to pretend he's lampooning Andrew Cuomo after months of window licking. Oh, he was just ooing and awing over, over Colbert. And you have Myers jumping in and Kimmel now making fun of Texas. Again, here's my, here's my, my challenge. And this is not about censorship. I'm not saying the government should censor these comedians or even the network should remove them. I don't even want Chris Cuomo censored or removed. That's, that's, that's not the way I operate. That's not how I roll in this business. But I don't think the people that are getting their information from late night comedians, and we saw this evolve under Jon Stewart in The Daily Show, which has obviously taken a nosedive since he left. It was something, something he inherited in his infancy from Craig Kilborn. But obviously took it to a to a to a new level. And then once he departed, it just dropped off. I don't think anybody takes Trevor Noah seriously. That being said, these comedians, these chuckleheads, want to sound like they're really smart. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen this. Of course, many of you have. This concept of emotional intelligence, emoti- how it makes you feel. And then how you convey your feelings, whether sympathy, empathy, anger, animosity, whatever it is, that's, that's enough to not really have to have any knowledge. I think it would be proven almost instantly. And again, I want nothing from this. I take myself out. I would love, 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 since these comedians, and look, they're free to do it. They don't have to participate in this. They're free to go out there with their, you know, 30-member 30, 30 staff written monologue that they didn't have any hand in and, 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 and read it and deliver it in the comedic timing and the snapping of the fingers and, you know, putting their hands in their pants pockets and rocking themselves back. Oh, my God, look at me. Acknowledging the, the band. Sure, they can do that all day, all night. But I guarantee you, I make you this promise. I make you this promise, Stephen Colbert. I make you this promise, Seth Meyer. You wouldn't last five minutes with any of my colleagues in a debate. Not five minutes. And you'd have to do it without your staff, without anybody writing your stuff for you. You wouldn't be able to access the internet. You got to sit face to face with one of my colleagues and debate a range of topics. You wouldn't last five minutes. Isn't it funny? That the Democrats, who constantly insult people's intellect, love the idea of know-nothing comedians. No, I know why they like it, because they think it's appealing to the masses. It's bread and circus. But it isn't amazing. They go around challenging people's intellect, and then are proud of the fact that some of the dumbest people in broadcasting are also the most influential. Listen to the experts. Follow the science and the data. Get your information from Jimmy Kimmel. I would love it. Again, I want I want nothing here. 
I don't even need my name attached to it. I don't even need to be in the room. I don't even need to be in the building. Take any of my colleagues. You don't even have to make it from my team here at SiriusXM. Take take Gorka. Take Hewitt. Take Prager. I don't care where I don't care who you settle on. Go ahead. Pick one of my colleagues and let's let's see how smart these comedians are. Right? If we're so dumb and they're so smart, it should be it should make great fodder, right? I mean, Kimmel will come at Prager with the facts. Myers will chew up Gorka on foreign affairs. It'll be so easy. It'll be so easy. Jimmy Fallon? Jimmy Fallon? You know, he'll have to put down the the children's instruments. There'll be no slow jamming the facts. He'll have to sit right across from Mark Levin and talk about the Constitution. Boy, that would be some good TV. Wine six ninety five Patriot nine five seven two eight seven four. So now Biden. Biden is referring to Texans as Neanderthals, or at least the Republicans in government, because Texas and Mississippi are open, and it looks like Alabama's going to be next. Now the media is freaking out. I mean, you've got some of the blue checks like Michael Moore, saying, withhold the vaccine. They're joining the side of the virus. What? What? We are really seeing this divide. You have one side of the ledger that's saying everybody must live with the heavy hand of government and bow to the technocrats. And the other side says some things ought not to be enforced by government. And best left to people to make their own decisions. Ending a mask mandate does not, does not mean no mask wearing. You are free to wear a mask. You are free to wear a mask and businesses get this. I know it's kooky, it's crazy. It's back to that private property thing. Businesses are free to have mask regulations within the walls and on their private property. So, I think we know most of your chain grocery stores are going to uphold mask wearing. Most medical offices are going to uphold mask wearing. Restaurants are probably going to have some form of mask wearing, perhaps while waiting in the foyer to be seated and so forth. The, the, uh, we're not going into anarchy here. This is not COVID anarchy. Hey, Bubba, did you hear that? Abbott says we don't have to lick a, wear a mask. Now we can go around licking random people's faces. Woo, doggy! That's not happening. That's not happening. You want to cough in somebody's face? Go right ahead. Nobody's saying that. What Abbott? What the Republicans in Texas and Mississippi are saying? Exercise your best judgment. Follow the rules of of private property and business. Use best practices. But we're not going to use the government anymore. The government to enforce these things. Masks aren't going away in Texas and Mississippi. Nobody's trying to get black people killed. 
Nobody. Nobody's trying to get black people killed, MSNBC. Nobody. You know, I'm, I'm surprised on some level that can you, and, and, and if it was the opposite, if Republicans were telling people, you have to wear masks in public, they'd be going, ooh, they want people to wear masks. That's kind of like wearing a hood. These mask mandates are like the Klan. They want to intimidate black people who can't report hate crimes because people are covering their faces. You can could, you could absolutely positively see that form of coverage. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. Play cut four. Here's Biden. Texas, I think it's a big mistake. Look, I hope everybody's realized by now these masks make a difference. We are on the cusp of being able to fundamentally change the nature of this disease because of the way in which we're able to get vaccines in people's arms. We've been able to move that all the way up to the end of May to have enough for every American to get every adult American to get a shot. And the last thing, the last thing we need is the Neanderthal thinking that in the meantime, everything's fine. Take off your mask. Forget it. It still matters. I carry a card. I don't have it. I put it on my desk. As of last as of yesterday, we had lost five hundred eleven thousand eight hundred and seventy four Americans. We're going to lose thousands more. This will not occur. We'll not have everybody vaccinated until sometime in the summer. We have the vaccine to do it. Getting a shot in someone's arm and getting a second shot, you're going to take time. And it's critical, 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 critical that they follow the science. Wash your hands, hot water, do it frequently. Wear a mask and stay socially distanced. And uh, I know you all know that. I wish the heck some of our elected officials knew it. So it's Neander, Neanderthal, I think is the proper way to say it. It's Neanderthal thinking to not have heavy-handed government. So why don't we dress up a legion of officers, maybe in brown uniforms with those leather, those leather cross-chest uh, holster-looking things, Give them armbands. Am I allowed to do that? Because everything you don't like is Hitler, right? And if people are standing too close, they'll take out their nightsticks and beat one person on the chest and one person on the back until they separate. Maybe some of these states, maybe some of these jurisdictions have recognized it's not the best use of law enforcement resources. That laws have not been passed through the legislative body signed by governors and challenged in court to stand, that deploying law enforcement in the absence of law is not a good idea. What are you going to do? If you have a mask mandate, why not a hand-washing mandate? Why not force people to carry around a card and they check off every time they wash their hands? So we could see if they've washed their hands in the past 10 minutes. I mean, you could lie on it, I guess. I guess we could make people wear a certain amount, a, a wristband that uh, when the hand gets wet, the wristband senses the, uh, the temperature and the moisture and records the hand washing. How are you going to make people wash their hands? If these are key and essential, well, the mask you can obviously see. 
The mask you can obviously see. The social distancing, I guess, if you want to get physical with people. But best practices. Businesses up and down have put stickers on the floor, tape lines on the floor, arrows in aisles, at least here in New Jersey. Signs are put in entryways. It's required you wear a mask if you want to do business here. But you, how would you monitor? Oh, I am sure there's some, there's some left-wing academic who's thought of it. But how would you monitor? How would you monitor whether or not people were washing their hands? And if we're going to give the power to the state to stop the spread of a virus, why don't we have condom mandates? Why don't we have laws that unless it's for procreation approved by the state, why don't we make people wear condoms? We could, sp- we could prevent the spread of viruses, the birth of children who are air fingers, quote, unexpected. I love when somebody says it. Well, the pregnancy was unexpected. Really? Were you, were you doing the thing that makes babies? Because that's how it happens. What do you mean it's unexpected? Well, I was driving down an alley full speed and I didn't hit the brakes. I unexpectedly hit the wall unexpectedly yeah yeah I unexpectedly hit the wall were you driving down the alley yep full speed yep did you try to hit the brakes nope you didn't think you'd hit the wall could you imagine the reaction can you imagine the reaction if there was a conservative republican evangelical president who said we have to stop the spread of this virus It's killing people in the cities, most specifically people of color and people and gay men. We must mandate the use of prophylactics. Now, the way we're going to go about this is we're going to dispatch police to enforce this. Excuse me? Yes, police officers. Well, no, Andrew, you couldn't do that. It's it's a matter of uh, privacy. Whatever happened to my body, my choice. My body, my choice. Keep your government out of my bedroom and keep your laws off my body, they say. Until they figure out a way to get onto your body and to get onto your person. The Democrats love what's happening right now. They absolutely love it. Every little machine, every little gear and belt is driving right now on the left. They see a massive opportunity to reset the entire economy. And a reset requires what? What would an economic reset require? Could it be a collapse? Well, we've almost faced that economically. A pause. It requires a pause in interaction, economic activity, trade, production, consumption. The Democrats believe that this pause, this lockdown, this removal of free interaction is the perfect and golden opportunity to completely reset the economy. You know, I, I sometimes struggle. And again, if you're listening on Stitcher, you may, you may, you may miss this stuff. So you're going to want to listen to the full program. I've been going down the rabbit hole of thinking. And I don't say I a lot of this program. 
But I want people to take away things from this program. The Democrats see an opportunity to completely reconfigure the concept of private property to turn us from owners into renters. This is why they don't like what's happening in Texas. The state, this is not revolution, it's not civil war, but there is a breakaway movement here from this top-down authoritarian handling of this pandemic. And by the way, we'll get into this. Boy, it turns out low-income black people are last in line for the vaccine in California. Now, the last time I checked, California was run top to bottom by Democrats and we're living with the Biden-Harris vaccine plan. So how could it possibly be that low-income black people are last in line? We are right. They are wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. You can join me live on the Wilcow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125.